0: Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci, and this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, April 21, 2021. Italy has administered 15,895,000 shots of vaccine. 4,654,000 Italians are fully vaccinated, 7.7% of the population. The regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of their population are Molise, Emilia Romagna, Piedmont, Friuli, Venezia Giulia and Liguria. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of their population are Campania, Apulia, Calabria, Sardinia and Tuscany. The Italian company Raytera, which is working on the Italian vaccine ready in June but with, with the same technology as AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson, announced that it will start the procedures to produce also vaccines with RNA technology like Pfizer and Moderna. This is good news, but it will take 10 months. These are very complicated procedures. Pfizer now needs 280 materials from 89 suppliers in 19 different countries to fill a single vial. The production process initially took 110 days, now reduced to 60. Fortunately, in June, the European agency that approves vaccines will be able to analyze the application of CureVac, a German company fi- financed by Europe, which has more advanced technology than Pfizer and Moderna, and uses RNA. The vaccine can be stored at room temperature and should have no side effect. The EU has reserved 450 million doses. Meanwhile, the same European agency yesterday gave its second approval for the use of Johnson & Johnson in Europe, verifying that there is a possible link with rare thrombosis, but that the benefits far outweigh the risks. Italy will begin its distribution today, recommending its use for the over 60s, as does AstraZeneca. Based on this, the extraordinary commissioner for the vaccination campaign in Italy has assigned each region a number of vaccinations to reach for the goal of 100,000 total daily vaccinations across Italy. The regions with the highest numbers to reach, obviously decided according to their population, are Lombardy with 51,000 daily daily doses, Lazio with 30,000, Campania with 29,000 and then Sicily and Veneto with 25,000. Those with the lowest number are those less populated. Valle d'Aosta less than 1,000, Molise 2,000, Basilicata 3,000, Umbria 5,000, and Friuli Venezia Giulia 6,000 a day. The numbers of contagion continue to fall, this comforts us and gives a sense to all the sacrifices that Italians have made for all these months. The Italian government is preparing new decisions on reopenings after April 26, which should be valid until July 31. The state of emergency will probably be extended until that day. The latest news, born from the meeting of the government with the regions, concerns the school. It will not be possible to have all Italian high school students back to 100% in attendance. The percentage drops to 60% in the yellow and orange zones and 50% in the red zones because travel by public transport risks being too dangerous and the cause of new outbreaks and contagions. The younger students who walk to school or go with their parents by car will return to attendance at 100%. Universities will also see exams and graduation sessions in attendance, while the different universities will decide on the lessons. So there is a good piece of Italy that goes towards the yellow zone, the one with fewer restrictions, with the 13 regions of the north and centre where most likely, from Monday 26 in the squares and streets, will celebrate the reopening of bars and restaurants, in the evening. But in the south, the contagion worries more. Italy is split in two from this point of view. The reason seems to be that in the north, the third wave of the contagion started earlier and was also more violent. It was foreseeable that it would drop earlier than in the south, where it started later. But certainly, there is also the effect of vaccinations, which in percentage terms are much more numerous in the north and in the center than in the south where they started and are still going way slower. A report <coughs> just published by CHANCES, the most prestigious center for studies in Italy, states that the number of panophobic Italians is growing, those who are afraid of everything. There would be more than six million, one-tenth of the population. They are those who, at home or away, live constantly in a state of anxiety. Among them, women prevail, there are, they are almost 5 million, 17.9% of the total female population. But they are also present among young people, 1.7 million or 16.3% of those under 35 years old. The report also says that from March to October 2020, many women locked in the homes were more exposed to violence from partners and cohabitants. The requests for help for the anti-violence and stalking telephone number were 71.9% more than in the same period a year earlier. In the same period, the number of crimes fell. As a result of the pandemic, 18.9% fewer crimes were reported than in the previous year. Homicides fell by 16.4%, robberies by 18.2%, thefts by 33% and burglaries in apartments by 34.4%. On the other hand, computer crimes have increased 13.9% more than in the previous year. One Italian in three does not feel safe when banking online. One out of four is afraid to use electronic payment systems to make purchases online. and The percentages rise sharply among the older people and among those with low levels of education. One last piece of good news. The growth of the book market in Italy continues. Figures released by the Italian Publishers Association speak of a clearly rising trend with an increase estimated at around 26.7% compared to the same period, the first quarter of last year. The sector is driven by the bonus granted to 18-year-olds, by the government. From this channel, between January and March 2021, about 75 million euros arrived for publishers who print books. This shows which is the most important place of sale for publishers, which is confirmed the web. According to data released by the Italian Publishers Association, the book market has become digitized. Bookshops, which until a year ago accounted for over 70% of the market, today do not exceed 58%. Small publishers are doing fine. Their market share has grown steadily over the years, from 39.5% in 2011 to 54.1% between January and March 2021. And speaking of books, I leave you with a curiosity. Do you know which is the most translated Italian book in the world? If you are thinking about Dante, Petrarca, Boccaccio, Ariosto, Machiavelli, Tasso, Foscolo, Leopardi, or Manzoni, you are wrong. None of them is even in the first three. The most translated Italian book in the world is Pinocchio by Carlo Collodi, translated into 260 languages plus one dialect, the Milanese from Milan. There are also alternative versions versions of Pinocchio compared to the classic text. Narratives that have the puppet as the protagonist but change settings, side characters and adventures depending on where in the world the translation is set. In second place is Don Camillo by Giovannino Guareschi with 59 translations and in third place is Il nome della Rosa by Umberto Eco with 51 translations. If you haven't read them or if you want to make them a gift for someone, this is a good opportunity to buy them. I suggest you do so by going on the internet and typing www.iamboston.com. The splendid Italian bookstore that was once a physical space in Boston's North End is now virtual, but I hope it will be soon uh, back to be a physical place too. The result of the work of my friend Nicola Origuia. Whose birthday is today, and so my invitation to go to his website and buy these three Italian books has a double meaning. Happy birthday, Nicola. This is for all oh, for now, it's all for today. Please stay safe and stay healthy. I'll see you next Friday. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was uh, with Italian News. Ciao from Rome.